0: If you want to know anything and everything there is to know about how to sell your house, you're in the right spot, my friend. Welcome to the How to Sell a House podcast.
1: Welcome back to another episode of How to Sell a House podcast. Today we're going to get into what is an iBuyer and should I sell my house to one? I'm Cassie Lewis.
0: I'm Chris Erickson. And Lauren Sanders, let's
1: get to it. So if you're in San Diego and you're looking to sell a house, definitely get in touch with us. But if you're anywhere else in the country, we have a ton of agents in your area that would be great to help you out. So definitely get in touch with us. You can get go to our website to get a little more information. How to sell a com, And there's a ton of resources there, more episodes. So today
0: We are getting into, I mean, if you've watched the news, watched YouTube, watch anything, you've probably been seeing iBuyer pop up. They've been around for a few years now. Uh, Some of the bigger ones you might have heard of, like Open Door, Offerpad, Redfin, previously Zillow. They had uh, become an iBuyer for a little bit in the past few years. They have since ceased the operations of their iBuying platform. But the definition of iBuyer is a company that buys homes directly from sellers, Uh, But before deciding uh, whether or not to sell with iBuyer, you should weigh the pros and cons. So that's kind of what we're going to get into into today. One of the main benefits that people see when they uh, potentially work with iBuyer is the convenience factor. A lot of times there's no need for repairs, even though there might be uh, price adjustments for repairs as they go through the house and kind of check out what might need to be done. Uh, There's no prepping, really. There's no staging, uh, potentially a quick sale. A lot of them could close within 14 days, if not sooner, but you could kind of go along along your timeline. So there's also some downsides. So you're not going to be able to negotiate with the price and there's still cost involved. So it's not just uh, a free thing where they're giving you cash for your house. They they do charge fees. So um, let's jump into a few of the pros and cons. Let's talk about the pros. By the way,
2: buyers have really been around forever. Mm-hmm. We just called them investors back then. It's an I, uh, buyer. And so they had it a little different. They've done a great job of marketing, you know, that they're in it for you when really they're negotiating against you. They do have money ready to go to buy your house. So that's one of the pros. You can close quickly and they've uh, attempted to make it a more streamlined process. So, that part of it, you know, like you don't have to put a sign up. You don't have to clean your house. You don't have to do all of those type of things. There's no hassle. You don't have to make repairs. Uh, I buyers will take care of everything. They'll kind of package it together. You know, they've got a fee and then they give you a price. And, you know, then everything's taken care of. Um, so from a simplicity standpoint, you know, you're, you're not going to get much easier. It's not the same as selling your house uh, on the open market. It's a great option if you need quick money i would say and you might even get you know it's hard to say you you even if you need quick money i would still consider talking to a, a local agent because they might even have a local investor that could close in 5 days or 10 days too that's um would maybe even be less hassle less contractual type type stuff with them and maybe no fee at all uh possible or little to no fees so if that's the case and you need a quick close i would look at that you know and and then you don't have to go through you know, from a timeline, the best thing about it really is you get your money fast. You know, you'll know the price because you you won't have to worry about whatever that price is. You'll know the net. You won't worry about fixing things up or termite reports or any of those kind of things. And, you know, in theory, you don't have to worry about them canceling once you get a deal. So that that could happen, too. In a normal transaction, just to cover all your bases, call a professional agent, you know, and talk through it. I would do that after you talk to the iBuyer. So you could say, here's what they have. This is what they're offering me. Get feedback from that professional agent. If they can do anything better for you, if they can't, have at it.
0: Yeah. And I know just, I know Cassie has actually done that with clients in the past where they brought him an iBuyer offer. What'd you tell them?
1: There's a pretty good chance that I can't get you that on the open market. The number that they threw out at the house was crazy. And I think that that was Well, that was Zillow also, which is no longer doing this. Since so, they weren't uh, maybe the best at (laughs) making offers. Algorithms could have been wrong. It could have possibly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Actually,
2: I heard the guys call when they announced they weren't doing that. That was part of it. They couldn't forecast accurately what was going on.
1: Which I mean, that is a good example of. I mean, homes were just for dollar amounts. The comps in the neighborhood were like eight seventy five. 900 at the absolute max for the top condition in the community for that same floor plan. And Zillow offered them 980. Uh, and they got to stay in it for 90 days also. So that was a something that I was pretty confident in the open market we weren't going to get, especially because I had chatted with the agents that had, had listings in there that weren't selling when they were trying to test the market with the higher prices. And I did a lot of research and due diligence to see if we could even get close to that and there was no chance.
2: I think you've missed the boat on that if that's what you're looking for because the market's shifting right now. But,
0: mm-hmm. you know. But either way, if you do, do contact a, a local trusted agent, they're going to give you their actual advice. Obviously, we're looking for business as well as agents, but if the better option is the better option, we're not going to try to, you know, uh, strong arm you into, into working with us just because we want to get paid. You know, right. so if you talk to a good agent, they, they should be doing the same for you. Yeah, I mean, exactly.
1: It, yeah, that, and that's the whole thing. Is, is they came to me. I was there. I helped them buy property previously. They knew that I was going to give them the straight answer. And it's like you said, as much as we'd like business, there's you got to be truthful and honest with yourself that you know that that's the right answer.
2: Yeah, and taking the listing even at that point you would have been sitting on it they would have been frustrated mm-hmm. if you just tell the truth when you show up we found that that works best mm-hmm. so good job that, I mean but it, it's a great story because yeah. it's actually what happened
1: yeah and, and, it, um, and it worked out and honestly in that case it worked out, it for worked them, out right? great for them yeah. you know they're building a house here locally um, so selling that house was a big deal for their family so worked out well for them And I got a
2: feeling that buyers now are getting a little more they're sharpening the pencil a little more uh, right now.
1: Yeah, I would assume all of them are kind of trying to f- figure out that algorithm a little bit closer to what it should be and just kind of making sure they're not overpaying as things kind of shift in the market.
2: Yeah, because really I the traditional I buyer, the investor that's a local investor, they probably have the closest because they do a lot of local deals. And so most of those guys have a pretty good handle on the real price. Mm-hmm. They know the numbers of flipping a house. What it's going to cost, all those kind of things.
1: Yeah, in a, big in a shifting market
0: not. too, it's it's going to change. You know, anybody with yeah, traditional or local agent, any of these iBuying buying companies over the past few years, you could buy it, and the longer it took to sell the house and get ready and prep and all that kind of stuff to to resell, put back on the market and, and flip and resell, the more money you made. Coming into the next few years, that's that's going to change. So. How much do i buyers pay for homes? It's it's gonna shift, you know. Right now they're very competitive. Traditionally, like a local investor will pay, you know, they're gonna run their numbers, make sure they have some some room for error. Some of the bigger ones are getting pretty close to, you know, what the comps are saying in the neighborhood, going for a little bit more volume. As the market shifts, it'll be interesting to see kind of what they do offer. Uh, for coming sure. in the next few years here, it, it's
2: cha- it, I'm I'm guaranteeing you it's going to change because it is a it's a different market right now.
1: Let's get into some cons with selling to an iBuyer. buyer. One of the biggest ones is you might not get the best price for your home. Like Lauren and Chris both have said, the big pro is the convenience factor. It's not always going to be price, and so that's the con- the main con is whenever you put your house on the market. Put it in front of as many eyeballs as you can. Traditionally, that's the best best price you're going to get. Where if you're just selling to an eye buyer, they're the only one competing and negotiating for themselves against you. So uh, there is no guarantee you're getting fair market value for your home.
2: The the real question you need to ask yourself is how much is this convenience worth to me? Yeah, and if it's cost you ten percent, and you got to million dollar house, is it worth a hundred thousand dollars to close in um two weeks versus in a marketplace like where we're at still is you could be closed in thirty, you know, maybe you close a month early because mm-hmm. of that. So it, you know
1: Yeah, it's weighing the the pro of convenience versus the con of price. And mm-hmm. you're right. What percentages is the number that works for you that to make this an easy process. But you know, one of the cons too is a lot of folks kind of see when they've kind of see iBuyer, they kind of assume there's going to be not the traditional real estate agent fees, which they still have. They still have fees. Open door, for example, has a 5% service fee um, currently. Um, and that's been higher in the past um, and it's kind of come down to kind of what traditional real estate agents make five to 6% on um, commissions in a normal transaction anyway. So you're not saving money fee wise. You're just saving money convenience wise. Yeah.
0: And I had a, a client who just testing it out, kind of seeing what, uh, what an iBuyer would offer for their property. So kind of the service or the the route they went down, buyer contact or they contacted the iBuyer iBuyer gave him a number they sent they did a they didn't even send anybody out till later on they made him do a walk through the house so they can get a condition and kind of make sure everything's good then they send somebody out to a house and then do uh, some sort of an adjustment depending on the condition when they're actually out there so kind of like a in a traditional sale like a request for repairs so then they'll basically take that off of the offer price that they had plus their fees on top of that, so just going through that whole process, you know, it, it does add up, and it just depends on you know kind of what their initial offer was. Will it still net you kind of what you were searching for in the beginning?
2: Yeah. The the truth is, I've been doing this a long time, and it's in many cases it would be easier to deal with a local cash investor that does a lot of these because they're very. They can show up the first time. They're not going to do all this stuff online. They're going to show up to the house the first time, go through it, and give you an offer. In the majority of them that do really well. That's what they're going to do. Again, it's a, it's an option. So if you're looking at different options, it's, it's good to look at all your options and figure out which one's the exact right uh, thing for you and your family.
0: Mm-hmm. And some agents, too. Uh, And I think we'll start seeing more of it uh, when they do come to your house for that initial consultation. uh, What's my house worth? Kind of what your plans are, what your goals, all that kind of stuff. They might even bring offers from agent or from investors or iBuyers or just so you do have those options and you can kind of see, okay, if we go traditional route, here's how we're going to sell it. If you want to go these two
1: routes, you know, here are some options, too, you know, and then balls in your court. To summarize, we re- really encourage sellers to research kind of all their options, like we've already mentioned. Definitely look at the iBuyer route if it's if that convenience factor is something that really calls to you. But also do have a conversation with a realtor in your area just to have all of your ducks in a row to make the best decision for you um, and have them get you net sheets and get the net sheets from the iBuyers and all that. Just make sure you know what you're taking home with each option so you can weigh the different factors that that are most important to you. You know, the benefits of working with an agent when selling your house, um, they're going to take care of you from start to finish. That is a person that is fully helping you towards closing your house with where iBuyers, on the other hand, are working to get this investment from you. So just keep that in mind too. Um, And then also when putting your home on the open market, just remember that it expands the buyer pool. You have more competition, um, which also possibly increases the price to even a spot where you didn't know it was imaginable. The iBuyer buyer definitely didn't think it was imaginable. So just keep those factors in mind. Those
2: things happen all the time in in uh, you know in the recent market. I've, we've all seen that. You know, both of you guys have seen it. I know I have. You see a price property come on. One point one five goes out at one five right like way over and and so it's that competition many times that you've got fifteen twenty offers, and there's one person that's decided they don't care what it's worth mm-hmm. they want the house when you're selling to an investor, it's an investment mm-hmm. it's not they don't want- you know it's a it's a whole different thing so. That's that's the bigger part of the equation. Is that it's numbers to them.
0: And so wherever you are, go. Uh, if you do need a local resource, a local agent, go over to HowToSellAHousePodcast.com. We have a ton of more resources over there, and a ton more info on everything you need to know to how to sell your house. And we even have an episode on what's the most important number when selling your house, which just kind of goes in tune with this episode here. And It is the net. So what you're actually going to walk away with. So go listen to that episode too. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you guys all on the next episode.